Thursday, January 4th, and welcome on back. I want to thank yesterday's fill-in host, Sports Bain. Uh, tip of the cap to Sporticus, who said yesterday I was at the Monterey Bain Aquarium. I was. I ran into Brody Brazil at the Monterey Bay Aquarium. They have the only living in captivity Brody Brazil in the entire world of Aquaria aquariums or is it aquaria i don't know but either way it was nice to bump into brody down there yesterday he was down there with his family i was down there with mine and you got to spend uh, a, a, a a little while with sports bane so fantastic thanks to him for filling in uh it is good to have you here thanks so much for stopping on by once again you loyal plucers you mean so much to me if you're new here welcome indeed hit like hit subscribe you all know the drill memberships available let's hop into the show the show by the way i come to you from my home in what we will call for the rest of the week one week only sam francisco it's sam's town Welcome to Darnoldsville, right? I mean, Kyle Shanahan said the only guy he knows that ain't playing at all against the Los Angeles Rams is going to be Brock Purdy. So we are getting Sam Darnold as the 49ers starting quarterback in a game that does not matter. And I tell you what, the one thing that I've learned from just all the people who talk about this team, who don't really cover it, but talk about this team with authority, is that Sam Darnold is easily going to have an incredible Sunday because he gets to run the system. And the system is apparently undependent on who the quarterback is. So, easy, right? Look. You know, there's a part of me that knows I'm even rooting against something that we talk about when we're when we're saying, you know, who we think Brock Purdy is. I hope Sam Darnold balls out, even though that will give Brock Purdy critics a little bit more uh, of of fire in their belly to say, look, oh, it's a system, it's a system. I I hope Sam Darnold balls out. I really, really do. You know, this is a guy who's had an awfully long road to his professional career. And I'll say this about Sam Darnold. He bothers nobody. He doesn't do anything to draw any attention to himself. He has been the perfect soldier for the 49ers since he has shown up in Santa Clara. He's done nothing but keep his head down and battle and try to win the job of backup. You know, this is a guy who might have gotten a starting quarterback opportunity. He comes to San Francisco on, you know, a wing and a prayer. Remember, he signed up for those Trey Lance days. So not only was he behind Brock Purdy, but the Trey Lance situation remained ever-present, and he still says, I'm coming aboard. And, I mean, was there a backdoor deal? Did they tell him that, look, it's not going Trey's not going to make it? Did they let him know? Because Sam Darnold comes to San Francisco to, I think, compete for a starter's job, which was clearly won by Brock Purdy, and there's an awful lot of hindsight 2020 now available since Purdy's regular season is over. He will not be playing in week 18 to say that the, the 49ers made the right decision about that for sure. For sure that they did. Um, but I really do. I hope Sam Darnold, no matter who's out there blocking for him, no matter who is running behind him, no matter who is catching passes from him. I hope he has a great afternoon. I really do. He deserves it because here's a guy, again, who's just good soldiered his entire 49ers career. And Sunday doesn't mean anything for the San Francisco 49ers. But it could mean something for Sam Darnold. 
other teams are watching. He is putting it on tape. And if he's going to get a starting job somewhere, if he wants a starting job somewhere, if he wants to go compete for a starting job somewhere, he's going to have to go to another roster. I mean, Brock has entrenched himself as the, you know, forget about starting quarterback. He's the franchise quarterback. So Brock isn't going anywhere. And if Sam Darnold wants to be a starter again in this league, he's going to have to go to another city. The city that he ends up in may or may not be impressed with what he puts on film against the Rams in week 18. So I'll be rooting for the guy. And if you're a Niner fan, you never want to punt on a game. You know, you, you want to see the team go out there and, and win it, even if it doesn't matter. Fans want preseason wins, and those games don't matter. This game does not matter into the equation of what this season might do in any way, shape, or form, but it matters for Sam Darnold. So we have someone to watch who this game really matters to, and I think that that's going to make Sunday a little bit more of an interesting exercise than pretending it's a you know, a, 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 a just totally meaningless game. Let's give this game some meaning beyond the geographical rival. But look, being from Sam Darnold means this has got to mean something to Sam Darnold. I mean, he's from California. He went to USC. He understands that the single most prestigious position of quarterbacking within the state of California is who is the 49ers starting quarterback. And for a week, it's his. So go Sammy. Sammy's town. Sam Francisco. Let's go. Hopefully it happens. By the way, I saw somebody in the chat as they were talking about when's the sip of the day going to happen. They're even factoring. It's a little bit of a chilly day. Maybe Damon goes to that coffee sip a little earlier than he normally does. The fact that you are applying like strategy and foresight to when the sip of the day might happen means you're insane. I absolutely love you. It's why we get along so well. But seriously, you're crazy people. I also have a little space heater, so it's not as cold as in the basement as you think it would be. But let's find out. There it is, folks. I mean, that was perfect. Sip of the day. Did, did Bain take a sip yesterday through that mask? I don't know how he could possibly do that. Um, Lori. Lori is saying this is a good opportunity for the backups. Get some reps going in the playoffs. It's a win-win. It absolutely is. And God forbid something happened to Brock Purdy. You want Darnold to get a little bit of, you know, real live bullet seasoning before uh, it's just a victory formation for him. You know what I mean? So, and don't tell me nothing could happen to Brock Purdy. I was watching that NFC title game last year. We all know what happened. So you can lose your quarterback at any point in time. So getting Sam Darnold... A few reps in a game that matters to him specifically more than it does to the Niners is a very good thing. I agree with you, Lori, thoroughly. This needs to happen. This needs to happen. It's, it's a blessing that it can happen. Again, to be able to punt on your final game of a regular season, which, let's be honest, it's too long. 16 was perfect. 17 is one game's too many. It is. 17 games is one game's too many. But there is a television beast to feed, a demand that never goes away. So we get it. We absolutely get it. Um, good luck to Sam Darnold. Good luck to Sam Darnold. His future is somewhere else, and sun, Sunday will go a long way to maybe determining where that someone else is, some, somewhere else is, or, or hey, maybe, maybe it's kind of a disaster, and he realizes maybe that backup quarterback life is the life I'm living now. We will get into our comments. 
when we get into Club Plus, we will be having a Club Plus today. So stick around indeed. We got a little Pro Bowl to talk about. Uh, I want to be one of the first people to tell you that the Pro Bowl should just be a list of names. It shouldn't be an actual game. Football without intensity, football without violence is disposable. It's awful. It shouldn't be on TV, uh, but one more betting event. If you're betting on the Pro Bowl, you you should call a 1-800 number. Um, I, I don't watch the Pro Bowl. I haven't watched a single Pro Bowl in my life. Football that doesn't matter doesn't really matter to me. But to a player, to a player's agent, contract negotiations, being named a Pro Bowler, now that matters. Purdy, McCaffrey, Juszczyk, Kittle, Trent Williams on offense. Bosa, Hargrave, Warner, and Ward on defense. The 49ers lead the league. Lead the league with nine Pro Bowlers. And then it gets even more gaudy than that. By the way, where's Brandon Ayuk? Well, Brandon Ayuk's name is on the alternate list. Ayuk, Armstead, Banks, Brendel, Burks, Greenlaw, Diamador Lenore, Colton McKivitz, Tabor Pepper, Debo Samuel, and Mitch Wisnowski, Chase Young, selected as Pro Bowl alternates. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, Colton McKivitz is on that list. Okay, Tabor Pepper, sure. If you need a long snapper, that's your guy. Um, Jake Brendel, Oren Burks, alternates i uh, all, all right i mean mitch wisnowski to me that guy could have been an actual named to the pro bowl pro bowler um that's nine selections which is the most any i guess alternate list has you telling me that the 49ers got 18 pro bowlers it's a well-built roster i one would have to say maybe maybe brock purdy is surrounded by too much talent, and he is just a recipient of their skill level. His has nothing to do with it. Maybe Nick Wright is right. He's not. Uh, we'll, we'll worry about that when we get Nick on a little bit later. I saw him saying ridiculous things once again. What's amazing is that Nick's a friend of mine. Like, he could call me and say, Damon, what am I looking at? Help me understand what I'm looking at. But he doesn't take that, and that's why he's wrong, greatly wrong once again about a Bay Area sports topic. But I'm also not surprised that you might miss out on a really good quarterback when you thoroughly missed out on one of the greatest NBA-assembled basketball teams of all time because you were too busy, you know, fawning over LeBron James at all times. But I digress. And boy, I digress into the really, really important stuff. And that is thanking my sponsors, the people who support me just like you do. Man, Ike is the man. You all know that. I keep on telling you, if you haven't tried one of his sandwiches, you're denying yourself a level of delicious that your life is is worthy of. Go attain deliciousness. Go get us some loving sandwiches with Ike's. I know a lot of people are going back to work this week, or certainly everybody's back at work next week. Are you in charge of uh, planning on what's going on for lunch in your office? Ike's Catering is out there. Sign up for the Ike's app. Start eating your way towards free sandwiches. You'll be very, very happy that you did. Also want to say 
Thank you very much to Dr. Paul Hughes, who sponsors Post Game and Damon. My knee wasn't creaking at all walking around Monterey Bay Aquarium. We trooped all over that place. My knee didn't hurt me at all. Because of the cellular replacement therapy, avoiding surgery, go to orthopedicsurgeries.com. If you'd like to avoid a surgery, my man Dr. Paul Hughes is at it in San Mateo, and he can absolutely help your problem dealing with constant pain in your joints and do it without surgery. Uh, Also, want to give some love to Uncle Boys. Always want to give a little love to Uncle Boys. Missed them last Friday because I wasn't on the air. And so we want to give some love to Uncle Boys who will be sponsoring the Good for Ball, Bad for Ball segment for Michael Urban's memory. Uh, Coming up on Friday's show, we will be doing a Sports Phone Friday, by the way. So get ready for video calls. And we're going to have a little, uh, we're going to put an egg timer on everyone. Two minute calls. I want to get a lot more calls in. And I can't spend a lot of time with everyone. We we got to turn them and burn them. Like a restaurant, like a TGI Fridays. This isn't the French laundry. You just can't meander around here and have a six-hour dinner. So we're going to have ourselves a sports phone Friday. And I want to let you know if you want to uh, bet on the sports that you love, mybookie.ag and use promo code DAMON when you go ahead and sign up for 50% off a deposit match up to $1,000. So there you go. Sponsors, we love you. And it's time to move along to a topic that just doesn't seem to get any better. I am going to talk about the San Francisco Giants. I promise I won't do it for very long, but here we go. The Giants are taking their sweet time doing anything this postseason. It's sort of been documented, but it's getting into the level of absurd how impossible it seems to be to identify and sign a free agent if anybody else is interested in identifying and signing that free agent. The Giants are the ultimate bridesmaids in this category. Uh, I I did a little research because it feels like we got a, a DOA season pretty much heading towards the Bay Area when it comes to the Giants. Uh, on December 14th, they signed free agent Jung Hu Lee to an all-star level contract without a single major league at bat. We're just going to wish them an awful lot of luck with that one. Uh, on December 18th, the Giants claimed right-handed pitcher Devin Sweat, excuse me, Sweet, uh, off waivers from the Oakland A's. So there you go. Got an A's waiver player on December 18th. Buy your tickets now. On December 19th, they decided to really get aggressive. And even though they just signed an outfielder to all-star level money, who they said could be a center fielder, they then go ahead and trade for center fielder TJ Hopkins, who again, everyone had to look up that name. Nobody knows who he is, including the Cincinnati Reds, who traded him to the Giants. And he's so valuable, they just said... Let's do it for a player to be named later. December 23rd, the Giants signed free agent center Tom Murphy. Again, phone's ringing now at 24 Willie Mays Plaza. A couple of minor league deals. Maybe they turn out. I'll tell you, Farhan really is a good coupon clipper. He is good in the odd lot bin. He is great filling out a roster with players that really aren't in demand, and he gets something out of them. I think Farhan is good at identifying distressed property. But when it comes to buying in Beverly Hills, you need a new real estate agent. God. But I saw a tweet today from Major League Baseball about Blake Snell, how the Giants are one 
of six teams very interested in Blake Snell. That's exciting. Yeah. I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing? I, I, the, the Giants are literally going to have to be the most pitchinous, best pitchinous baseball team in the world to have anything other than a DOA season, to do anything other than be DOA to the Dodgers, to the Diamondbacks, to the Padres, who even as they lose Juan Soto are still a lot more dangerous looking on paper than the San Francisco Giants are. I mean, what are they doing? Uh, the single best way to sum up the Giants was done so by a Twitter follower of mine named David, who should win a Pulitzer for the way he tweeted about the San Francisco Giants to me. Very excited about Blake Snell and the possibility that he could sign it. And he just said, look, virtually every single significant San Francisco Giant free agent pursuit is a tedious 14 pitch at bat that results in a called third strike. I'm not saying he's about to put Susan Slesser out of a job, but I don't think she has done anything to sum up this team's offseason in a single sentence that does it better than that. Not once. Not once. That is the most perfectly crafted sentence about the San Francisco Giants you might read in 2024. Every single free agent attempt is as tedious as a 14-pitch at-bat that results in a called third strike. That is the Giants in free agency to a T. It really is. The only thing that the Giants have going for them is they, even though as they look petty by not being able to get anyone to take the money that they want to spend, they'll never look as petty as the Oakland A's, who again took their pettiness to a level we didn't even think they were capable of, but sure enough, they have. The Oakland Bees. An independent league team. If you are worried about an independent league team, you might just be the Oakland A's. The Oakland B's crafted a contract with the Coliseum for a ball game to rent the place out on June 29th. They signed a lease. They paid a deposit. They shot a promotional video and so they're going to do a game, and maybe there's going to be so much, let's call it, not excitement, but spite, spite excitement. I mean, that's a, that's a thing. If you're a big Bees fan, you're a big Bees fan, despite the fact that the A's are leaving you, and you just want a baseball team in your hometown. That shouldn't threaten the A's at all, but of course, because they are all absolute soft-bellied, just awful people. I mean, really, the A's are being run by awful people, not just awful businessmen, but these are awful people. And the A's won't let them play on June 29th at the Coliseum and have invoked some clause of competition to block the Oakland Bees from playing a game there because the Oakland A's understand that while they're drawing flies to their games in their dead-on-arrival lame duck season, if they are indeed moving to Vegas, and that is not going smoothly at all for them, but we're not talking about that right now, they're afraid of an independent team drawing a better crowd than they ever could and how bad that that would look and why they're caring about optics now 
I don't know. I mean, if there's one definitive argument that the Oakland A's have made is we can't do business here, but you're going to try to prevent someone else in coming doing business in here? Like, seriously, fuck you guys. <laughs> it's, it's just awful. You know, I don't want John Fisher's plane to crash from the air where people and pilots and, and, and people die. But what I want is it to get into an accident on the tarmac. That's how I want John Fisher's plane to crash. Tarmac accident. I hate that guy. You should hate him too. What an asshole. We're officially afraid of an independent league team that's never even played a game? You're invoking a competition clause? You fucking pussies. It's just pathetic. It's just pathetic. It really is. I can tell that the uh, chat room is going to get fired up about that one. Very, very fired up about that one. Top of the chat right now. Sir Sports A Lot 88 says Draymond coming back soon. Great. Good. I tell you, I think that they need Draymond to help run this offense. They still turn the ball over so much. Um, and hopefully when Draymond Green comes back, it'll stop being uh, a constant state of drama around Draymond Green. But I don't think anyone's taking any action on those bets. Does anyone think that Draymond's going to come back and show you a better side of himself? Show you that he's, thank you, NBA. I've learned my lesson. This therapy helped. Sure could use Draymond Green out on the court against the Denver Nuggets. They're in town at Chase Center. Warriors and Nuggets, that is a, a game the Warriors are going to have an awful lot of trouble winning. We'll just leave it at that. So it's an important seven-game homestand. They finally beat the Orlando Magic for their first win on this homestand, and it's a good thing they did because here come the Denver Nuggets, and the Denver Nuggets right now are playing at a level of basketball that we haven't seen the A's put out on the court basically once all year. Or excuse me, did I say the A's? I meant the Warriors. I, I'm, I'm sure that the A's would lose to the Denver Nuggets as well. So we'll see what the Warriors do against the Denver Nuggets. We'll talk about that uh, on Friday's show, which is going to be a sports phone Friday. And I want to wrap up today with a story Um that is just uh, it. Look, it it could be a lot, a lot more sad than it really is. It doesn't seem to be that sad at all, as a matter of fact. But Tyreek Hill and his burner nature officially got taken too far, and even got taken to his house. Uh, I'm sure you've seen the story that a fire broke out in his home. Now, there's no such thing as a wide receiver's mansion burning down without me thinking about Lisa Left Eye Lopez throwing all of Andre Risen's sneakers into a bathtub in Atlanta, setting them on fire and burning his whole mansion down. That happened. So Lisa Left Eye Lopez jokes aside, um, the story is an unidentified child. So it might not even be uh, Tyreek Hill's kid, maybe a, a friend. I don't know. Uh, was playing in a bedroom with a lighter 
And that's how the fire started. Limited damage. It's not a tear the whole mansion down story. I guess they're going to be able to fix this. But the only thing that matters when you see that is, is everyone okay? And thankfully, everyone is okay. The kid involved, the kids who might have been involved, no family pets were hurt. I mean, that's good. Every Everyone is safe. And it's not like their whole house burnt down. But really, when you think about it, is there anything worse than stories you hear about like that family's home burnt down? Now, less sympathy for the millionaire who can replace everything and certainly less sympathy for the multimillionaire who just bought his multi-million dollar mansion. So it's not like this is the home that you grew up in. Like those are sad. Your house burnt down stories. Those are really, really sad. And I actually want to share a story with you that is not a sports story, but it's a story about a home burning down for normal people that's too good to not share. So my wife, Jillian, works with a woman whose name, after she married a guy named Ryan, her name is now, okay, so I, you know, I'm a little old fashioned. I wanted my wife to take my name when we got married. If she had said no, or we're going to hyphenate this, it wouldn't have been a deal breaker or anything, but I wanted my wife to take my name. I didn't want my kids running around with hyphenated names or anything like that. You know, I don't, I don't want I, I, I just, I, I like a family all being under one family crest, you know, call me old fashioned. If my last name were Dick, I think I'd understand that my wife might want to take that name. I want to tell you a little story about Ryan and Lisa Dick. She took the name Dick, and she's really cool. Lisa's been in our house. She's had dinner over here. Lisa Dick. She says, I love being a dick. She took that name. She's having fun with it. And you're about to see this family absolutely has a great sense of humor. Because while the Dicks were taking their children on a Disney cruise, lightning struck their home in Frisco, Texas, and burnt it down to the ground. These are not multimillionaires. This is not Tyreek Hill. This is not people who have money that basically goes to infinity. They're normals. They're you and me. So Ryan and Lisa Dick find out on their Disney cruise that their home is burnt down. That'll put a little dent in anyone's vacation. I think they cut it short. They flew back and they see, yeah, indeed, our home has basically been burnt to a point where we're going to do like a little reclamation. We're going to see if there's any recovery that could possibly happen. Is everything gone? Every photo album, every picture, every family trinket. And I don't know what they got out of it, but I've seen pictures of what that home looked like when it burnt down. And it didn't burn down a little. It burnt down a lot. So what do you do with that after you get rid of like all the emotion that gets attached to that, right? What do you do with that? Let me tell you what they did. I don't think there's ever been a family. Leave it to a bunch of dicks to figure out the right way 
to deal with the fact that your house just burnt down. They dealt with it with humor. As soon as they could muster humor, you know what they did? They sent us one of the greatest Christmas cards we're ever going to receive. Ryan, who I've never met. I've never met Ryan. I've met Lisa. But I certainly am impressed with the dicks that I as I know them. Uh, they went ahead and took... Like he dressed like Cousin Eddie from Christmas Vacation. She put on a, a Christmas sweater that says, Clark, I think the home's burning down. And with their kids wearing singed pajamas, took their Christmas photo in front of their burnt down house. How's your, your year, Ben? We have the best Christmas card upstairs from the Dicks from Frisco, Texas, standing with their fake singed shirts and pajamas. Merry Christmas. And they did that like back in October. They were thinking, how can we make a joke out of this, this holiday? Those are the people you really want to roll with in life. I mean, those are people who just got their acts together and have every everything in perspective. And I'm sure that seeing, you know, all of your family, everything is just gone now. It's got to be devastating. How do you deal with that if you don't have a sense of humor? Luckily, their sense of humor is unbelievable. Uh, the ironic twist is that Lisa's sister is a firefighter in Chicago. And she married a guy named Kevin Vagina. Isn't that amazing? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding about Kevin. But yeah. So if your home burns down, be like the dicks of Frisco, Texas, who took it on the chin, I think, better than anyone ever has. And I told you I would never, ever waste your time. That's what I have for you today. We talked about the meaningless football game that means something for Sam Darnold. We talked about how the Giants are being basically uh, sitting out free agency once again here. Blake Snell. I'll believe it when I see it. I doubt we'll see it. Uh, we talked about the A's pettiness. We talked about Tyreek Hill's house burning down. We talked about Nuggets in town. We talked about the Dicks. We talked about everything I think we need to talk about. Brody Brazil at the Monterey Bay Aquarium, the only live living Brody Brazil in captivity. Uh, it's officially time for us to hop into Club Plus for what? Is it the first time this week? Is it the first time this week we'll officially have been in Club Plus? I think so. So it's time to get the club up. I want to thank everyone for watching. I want to thank everybody for hitting that like button. I want to thank everybody for subscribing. And if you really want to support what's going on here, memberships are available indeed. Uh, check it out for yourself. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you're listening on the podcast, and I'll let you go on the podcast by letting you know that sports don't build character, they reveal it. And like that, he's gone.